Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Thursday morning. Thursday morning? Thursday morning. Thanks yeah. for joining us here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, We're all thrown off this week. Well, we I mean, all yeah, thrown off. Like none of us got any sleep last night getting back from Oxford. I got my sleep, dang it. Did you? I did not. I I, I got I, I slept in. I got to bed about two and woke up about seven, seven fifteen. So luckily, uh Becky took Natty to school today. So I was that was nice. Very appreciative. That was nice for I didn't I didn't have that that uh luxury. Um wherever you are. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Riggins. Texas forever. Well, but it's in Mississippi. Okay, memories. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, order it for delivery. It'll be at your door in no time. You can have this, the great taste of Strange Brew Coffee each Coffee and every each morning, time. and you can support the Bulldog Initiative with each and every purchase. The same way you same can way with you our can friends over at PIP Printing and Signs. If you own a business, you know printing is just part of your monthly expenses. You're already spending money on printing. I'm going to give you an opportunity to... to, to up your game with the best in the business, PIP Printing and Signs, and make the Bulldog Initiative a little extra scratch, a little extra shradol. A little scratch. Yeah. A little cheese. Yeah, a little cheddar. I like A little cheddar. paper. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, so all you've got to do is this. You know, if you're already a PIP Printing and Signs customer, let them know, hey, I heard about on Thunder and Lightning, you're doing this. I want to get a part of it. But if you're not... Call my buddy Camden Baker at 601-499-5216. Tell him you heard about this on Thunder and Lightning. 10% of your sale with PIP Printing and Signs will go directly to the Bulldog Initiative in your name. So that's a great deal. And, of course, on top of that, you're getting the expertise and, and, and the reliability that you have with PIP Printing and Signs. Over 30 years of experience helping businesses just like yours. Call them today, 601-499-5216. When you need printing, call PIP PIP today. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. Central Mississippi's best selection of maroon and white merchandise. And guys, you know, we 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 keep saying it. You know, I went to the to the game last night. You see up on the uh on the Jumbotron, Ole Miss versus Mississippi State. There's no banner up there anymore. State script is what was on the, the Jumbotron at the Pavilion. So I mean, if Ole Miss is getting behind it, if they know, then you need to know. It's time to get new gear, get the state script. You can get it at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area, Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Floyd by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler is Starville's flagship restaurant. It's just the best meal in town for lunch, for Sunday brunch, for dinner. If you want the best meal in town, you go to Restaurant Tyler. Valentine's Day is, get, is getting closer and closer every day, guys. Make your reservations now. I'm, they'll have a fantastic menu that night. Always great specials at Restaurant Tyler for lunch and for dinner. Treat her or him. You know what, ladies? Why don't you take us to Restaurant Tyler, huh? Why don't you help us out here? You know, why don't you why don't you why don't you do it? This is your holiday. You're the ones who created this commercial bonanza. Take us to dinner. There's a good there's a good uh it's a good thing that Jennifer doesn't listen to this podcast. That's right. You might sleep outside. Gee, I'm not worried about that. So uh <laughs> it's cozy uh, outside. It's a little chilly right now, but I got enough blankets I could probably get through it. So me and my snake buddy in the backyard will be just fine. <laughs> Restaurant Tyler. This for when you the special occasion is the meal at Restaurant Tyler. Sixteen Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi. They're here to serve you. 
Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. Start a relationship with a community bank that's going to benefit you for a long, long time. I like to do business with the people I know. I don't like to to, to talk to people I don't know. I don't have to deal with corporate-type people. I don't like that. That's not how I roll. And you can do that when you have a bank like Priority One because if you live in central Mississippi, there's a branch near you. So these are the people who are in your community. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find out more information. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. We are a day late and a dollar short here on the rumblings, but we will jump into them. And uh, I, I do wonder, I haven't gotten into it yet, but like we're going to have some that are like not timely. We like after Mississippi State beats Ole Miss, you know, are we gonna have any of that? You think? I, I doubt anybody said that. People, people already knew to expect the worst and hope for the best. You say that. I think Mississippi State fans too too often hope for the best. Hope expect the worst, hope for the worst, and then when they get the worst, they don't know how to handle it. It's like that's what I don't understand it. Get. Yeah. All right, let's jump in. Colton Watson, Colton Watson. up today. How do the recent rumors, allegations, whatever about Zach Arnett change Will Rogers' leg- legacy at MSU? Kid never complained, pouted, or threw his coach under the bus. And this, this whole story to me is, is at first of all, it's very one sided. I don't have. We're not going to get Arnett's side of the story. But I mean, if if Rogers didn't like what he was, what was happening, he could have left. And all we ever yeah. heard from him was, "I love this offense." You know. There's there's a way for you to say, I don't like this offense without saying what I just said. You can just be like, yeah, you know, the, the concepts and everything, we're working to pick those. I mean, you can make it sound like I'm not quite where I want to be. You can you can say that without saying it. But all I ever heard was, oh, yeah, when I call the play, Will's finishing the play call for me. And, he, you know, he talked about how comfortable he felt in the offense and all that. I mean, unless he was just, like, straight up lying about it, I just don't, you know, I don't – Get it, I guess. But there's no doubt that the offense didn't do him any favors. And maybe there were some things promised to him by the staff that were going to have a lot of concepts from the air raid or something. I don't know. Um, I you know, I, I can't say one way or the other because Zach Arnett's not talking, and I don't think he ever will about it. And I don't think Kevin Barbet will either. That's just not going to be their style to throw Will under the bus or make it a – you know, back and forth there, but I don't really think Will has really said anything either, has he? No. Uh, I think it's just, I mean, it's coming from Wyatt, who is a coach in his own right, and, you know, I've known Wyatt since I was eight or nine years old, and, um, you know, I don't know him to be a liar. Right. So, I I don't think he is making this up, Mm -hmm. but – Coaches a lot of times will say things that will kind of keep things at bay and make players feel comfortable and things like that. I just think at the end of the day, it kind of just shows how difficult it was to be able to manipulate an offense with your quarterback or your quarterback, I guess, to kind of mold into the offense that you're running. Will Rogers was – kind of like a guy that needed to run one offense. And that's tough. I mean, Mississippi State can't change the entire offense just for Will Rogers. They're trying to have a base offense that benefits the entire team and it's kind of sets the table for the future to come. So it just didn't work out for all parties. I mean, it was just a bad marriage for everybody. Yeah. Also from Colton. Awesome. Colton. Would you rather be slightly thirsty no matter how much you drink or slightly tired no matter how much you sleep? You can tell Colton is under 30 and has no children because, buddy, I already am tired no matter how much I sleep. Yes. That's there's part a part of the gig of getting older. There's a part of the day where I feel relatively energized. Mm-hmm. And it's two minutes after I wake up. At 3 p.m., don't. I'm tired, dude. That's I'm so tired. And that's when you're starting. And I'm just, that's why you're. I, that's why you're yeah. yawning all the time in your I, I'm videos. Say, like you watch, if you watch on Super Talk TV, <laughs> I am always yawning. And it's like I'm, I'm not even mentally tired, but like my body's just like, why don't we just take a little nap? You know? Yeah, it's it's not because you know Richard and and Bork you're talking nil or Sometimes golf or something. Sometimes it is. 
<laughs> yeah, like being older, like you're just tired all the time. So yeah. if I had to take one, I'll take the one I already have. I definitely don't want to be thirsty all the damn time. So I've never been more tired than the first three months of my child's yeah. life. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I totally agree. Like the, the best sleep I think I ever got in my life was the 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 night Aislinn was born, my oldest. Um Jennifer just wanted to hold her. I think Jennifer stayed up the whole night just holding her. And so I got to just, I laid on the couch in the hotel, in the, in the hotel, the hospital room. Yeah, I had a hotel. <laughs> Jennifer was not. No, uh, in the hospital room. And I, I passed out. And I mean, it was like I was in a coma. I woke up the next really? morning. Really? Yeah, it was unbelievable. I could not sleep in there, man. I, I mean, I, I don't know what, don't know what it was, what it was but I, I passed out. And I mean, the next thing I knew it was like seven in the morning. I couldn't sleep on that couch thing. Plus, the hospital is like 55 degrees at all times. It's cold there. And then the nurse would come in every two hours and like turn the lights on and stuff. I'm like, what is happening? And my, my, my kid was like in the nursery. Like we sent, the, we sent Natty back every night. Like, well, no, you take them. Well, yeah. we, we want a little oh, bit yeah, of a yeah. break. So, yeah, Aislinn was born in Memphis. <clears throat> so a little, little bit more comfortable uh, hospital than the one here in Starkville. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. No offense to the people at OCH. But no, no, but, the, but that was a rough Baptist sleep. In, in Germantown was a little bit, uh, a little bit better. Uh, Nathan Kelly wants us to match these fictional play calls with their respected movies: the annexation of Puerto Rico, the Flying V, and the Oop de Oop. I know the first two. I don't know the Oop de Oop. Do you know what that is? No. Let's see. Well, the annexation of okay, there we go. The. Uh, the annexation of Puerto Rico is from Little Giants. The yes, V is from Mighty Ducks, correct? Yes. I just figured the Oop de Oop is from Varsity Blues. It's when they threw the ball to uh to Billy Bob. Oh, okay. So, I hate we just missed out on the fake twenty three blast with a backside George reverse. I'm glad we missed out on that. So you're not a fan of Remember Titans? I got it. I talked to uh, to Ryan Nelson today about our potential partnership with the Main Attraction Podcast. Yes, it looks like it's going to be a go. He wants to do the program first. Okay, I was like, because he he made a good point. He's like, we got to find out how Mississippi State got in that movie. And Mike I Nemeth find, knows. I Mike Nemeth would know. I, I was thinking about that, and I got Mike find, Nemeth like, was involved in that in some form or fashion. How did Mississippi State not get the deal Michigan had, which was, <clears throat> yeah, we'll be in it, but we have to win. We made we were made to look like fools, <laughs> but yeah. With so coming this summer, a joint venture, the Thunder and Lightning and the Main Attraction Podcast will hit some sportsmen. The program, I'm excited. Plays at the table. Let's go. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. The, the answer to Nathan's question is the annexation of Puerto Rico. Well, he didn't want us to rank them. He just wanted us to match them with the movie. We just had to. It was like a trick. Oh, oh it, he was just asking which yeah movie. Oh, okay. So I thought I thought he was saying I'm not reading the questions because there's five thousand mentions. Yeah. I just go yeah, let me just real quick, real quick. We didn't think this through very well, and doing this the day after a game where I have a ton of mentions. Once we get to the game, I, I'll, I'll scroll through. But if I miss your question, I apologize. I'll just go ahead and apologize. Also, I want to point out that we saw a program in, when I was in high school. You know, that came out my senior year. So every high school football team went to go see it. And I will oh, yeah. never forget the week after that movie came out, seeing our opponents, forget, I think it was Greenville St. Joe, I could be wrong, spitting in each other's mouths. I was like, oh, come on, guys. They, they actually did it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was, watching, I was like, I remember Those our freaks from Greenville. Our, our tailback was like, did they? And I was like, they did. They did. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the grossest thing I can imagine. Ah, uh, here we go. Steve Mormon. Now that every coach from Zach Arnett's staff has moved on, are you surprised to see him still unemployed? Is he not being considered for any openings, or is he just not interested in taking some time off? And Robbie, if I was getting paid three million dollars a year to not do anything, I might, I might take advantage of that for at least a year. Exactly. I'm gonna do a little. Which, uh, yeah, I think he's still in Starble. If I'm not mistaken, I believe he is. I believe he is. So. Take it easy. Yeah. You got plenty of money in the bank. Yeah. Go see your kids. 
um, play basketball and soccer and baseball, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Spend time with the family. I, I know they love where they live. Um, they got you know a nice big yard, tractors and cows, I think, and chickens and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy life a little bit. Don't worry about nil and game planning and having to please a hundred and something kids. Enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Agree. Hunter Manis asks, how many holes does a straw have? It's a big hot-button issue. I got Jason Kelsey worked up on his podcast. Did it really? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's one hole. It's one hole. He would not buy it. He was like, it has to, I was like, no. No. Jason, you're wrong. If, if you get if you get shot with a bullet, is it one hole exactly. or is it two holes? If, if you look at my hand here, I, I know it's an audio medium, but Robbie can do it. If you look at my hand and you put a, a knife through my hand, is there, are you telling me that that's a hole and that's a hole? No. There's a hole and it has an opening, it has two openings. It's one hole. Now, the argument would hole. be the argument would be there's an entry wound and an exit wound. Right. You can if you want to label so, it like that, that's fine. But if I could put my finger through my hand, there's one hole. That just hurts thinking about. Right. Now, like if somehow there's like a magic bullet and it bounces off one of the bones, so I have this over here, and then when you flip it over and it's over here now, then I have two holes. I think that is a more arguable point right. than the straw. The straw, the straw is, is a singular the straw it's, is a singular object. Correct. It's where, a cylinder. Yes, where the a hole the liquid goes through one one hole and out the same hole. Can I tell you something? I thought we were going to argue about this. I am so pleased that you are on the correct side of this. There are more things that you and I agree on today than we did two years ago. Oh, for sure. For sure. And and a cer- certainly 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like five guys. Yes, exactly. This is the one, though, I have some questions about. I want to get your thoughts from Hunter. Is something on fire or is fire on something? Why not both? It's a good point. So being on fire is the state <laughs> of having fire on you is what we're going to say. Yeah. Okay. So, you, you if you I think you can fire, say both things. Yeah, both things are kind of true here. You can't be on fire unless you have fire on you. Yes. All right. There it is. I keep hitting the microphone. I gotta stop doing that. Get the thing out of the way. Well, if I do that, nobody can hear me. Switching gears. This is he definitely non sequitur here. What's the one thing in your career you're the most proud of? I think for us it has to be the. Uh, we, we made the state script happen. Isn't that it? And again, we are taking credit for that. 100%. Until the end of time, 100%. thunder and lightning pushed through the state script. That is correct. And if you would like to argue that, you're wrong. Correct. But that being said, what what is yours? I think it might be this podcast. Oh, come on now. No, I, I think it is. All right. I appreciate that. I mean, I think that this podcast has been I think it's your a picture of Dak Prescott celebrating at the uh, women's final four. It's a great shot. <laughs> How crazy is that? I had a, I took the picture. I'm standing right in front of him. And then the Associated Press took the picture of me taking a picture of yeah. him. Yeah. And that's in my, behind that's on my cover photo. I love, I don't know who that guy is, but he cracks me up every time. I think, uh, honestly, like, other than just this whole podcast and, like, the success that it's, like, garnered, the other would be probably, like, the thing I'm most proud of is that Starville Daily News cover of the National Championship. That's a good choice, too. That's very good. Just because, like, it's really cool to see your the company you work for, like, have something that is prominently presented, like, around town and stuff, and knowing that it's like in people's bedrooms and it's hanging up in houses and there's that giant one in mug shots that every time I see it, like my mind's blown. Yeah. And like, like seeing my name on it is really like cool. 
to me because I grew up loving Mississippi State sports, coming to places like Harvey's and um, you know mugshots and places in Starkville and seeing some of those things hanging up. Like it was always cool to look at that stuff and knowing that for however many years to come. I can go into Harvey's or people can go into Harvey's or my daughter or grandkids or whatever and see, you know, her dad's like name on that picture in a like yeah. nice restaurant to me is like really cool. That is very and, cool. And, you know, the Mississippi State baseball team did some of that work too, but still. <laughs> uh, I, guess, I guess thanks to Mississippi State baseball for making yeah, that happen. They, they helped you out. Yeah, for me it's the same thing, right? Like this podcast started with me and Bob, and I mean I, the first episode I think like maybe nine people listened to it, maybe. And now today, you know, we joke about the Nepal thing all the time, which by the way we fell out of the rankings in Nepal. I guess we can't claim that. Or I don't, Dang I don't have any Nepalese rankings today that I saw on our chartable, but we are a consistent top ten sports news pro- podcast in the country. I mean, that's it's every every week we are in the top ten. We've been number last year we were the number one podcast in America for sports news seven times, and we were number two I think another twenty times, and number three like another twenty times. So I mean we were just consistently up there, and and you know I think today as of today's rankings, and I think they 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 update the rankings like a couple times a day based on the uploads and stuff. And so today I think we're sixth. I mean. There are a lot of podcasts out there. I mean, when you look at the the sports news rankings, and I don't know what and people have asked, you know, what sports news versus sports. I really don't know. I don't. I just look at who is on the list, right? So, and it so gives the you first good idea. one is kind of kind of a, a fraud, right? It's called Jason and Travis Kelsey slash Football Brothers, and it's about them. But it, I think people click it thinking it's their podcast. Yeah. It, I think it's complete clickbait. Uh, like they, they they don't list any of their ratings. So, but number two is Boomer Esiason's podcast. Number three is Ross Tucker's podcast, NFL guy. Number four is Andy Staples today, and he's usually number one. Number five is this guy, the Cyclone Fanatic. He's an Iowa State podcast. He's like us. He's like I cover a relatively small school, but I have a, a podcast that people listen to. He's always in the top 10 as well. And then it's us. You know, what's below us? Uh, there's a Texas football podcast. There's a, uh, a Cowboys podcast, a Sports Business Journal podcast. In other words, I'm smoking my handsome young son, Ben Portnoy. Get on my level, son. <laughs> uh, the Bama Online podcast, that's on three. Dan Dackett's yep. podcast is down the list here. The Wrestling Observer podcast is on here. You, you and I both know that's a big one. On three mm-hmm. for Auburn is on this list. They're number 33. On three for Georgia is on this list. They're number uh, 43. And uh, that's a big site. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. But yeah, uh, KJ Wright's podcast. Now, I don't know what KJ is. When's the last time he uploaded? Let me I can see. But he's he's down here. Uh, Bo Bounds is on here. He's at 56. Well, I mean, we're beating all these guys. So I don't know how I did it. But I, and it's all thanks to our listeners. But. That's, I guess that's something to be proud of. So, Yeah, and you've had three different co-hosts. I'm so it's, I met it's with a sponsor got, today, and I was like, I've had three co-hosts. I kind of go through them a little bit. I make them work. Yeah. Oh, I'm wow. not going anywhere. Yeah, that's, that's what I like to hear. All right, let's move on. Willie Dizzle, in a universal collision, who wins in the grudge match between the big show and Captain Insano? Or should I say, Captain Insano? Hmm. Captain Insano seemed like he's too much of a nice guy. He all he's all American. The I want the heel Big Show with the, with the WMD. I'm I'm going with him. But which which one? He's had so many heel changes. Uh, the one where he was a good guy and he, he turned heel. Oh yeah, that one that stood out to me. One of the 500 face to heel changes. Right, that. right, right. So, ah, uh, here we go. Brian McDuff. Do you consider the following movies musicals? The Nightmare Before Christmas, The Lion King, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and Rocky Four? 
The Rocky Four is a musical thing. It makes me laugh. It it, it really could be. That movie is like 41% montage. <laughs> they yeah. love their music on that. All the best scenes have music in them. Like when he's, it really makes it, When though. he's driving after Apollo dies. and he's it's There's no, no easy way out. out. And then the training montage. with There's two training montages. There's Hearts on Fire. Yes. Uh, in the Burning Heart. Oh, the the burn in the burning heart was the best. No, I just I think Hearts on Fire is better. A little John, I just like the burning. I just like in the burning heart music yeah. better. Just about we, to burst. So w- w- that used to be like Winston Academy weight room music. Oh yeah, whenever I was growing up, like we put on Rocky Four. Yes, or that Rocky was the Three. Stallions, uh, locker room uh, tape. You know, back when we had to have Walkmans with cassettes. Yeah, his, his was Rocky Four soundtrack. If you put on There's No Easy Way Out or oh, Burning Heart. I'm fired up. Or the what was the uh what was the montage song uh Hearts on Fire. Not that one. There's another one? The dun, 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 Oh, that's just dun. the Rocky music. I know what you're talking about though. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that one will get you. That'll get you going, right? That'll get the blood pumping. I want to challenge Richard Cross to something, and I'm going to film myself. I'm not going to climb a mountain. I'm just going to climb all the steps all the way up to the top of Davis Wade Stadium, <laughs> and just I'm like, Cross. <laughs> well, you even have the breath to do that after you get up those steps. I don't know about running. I I could get up there, but I like the idea of being like like on my all fours, basically just trying to get up that ramp. Didn't they do that montage on um, Family Guy? Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah, they've done everything. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Wade, but yes, the, yeah. Go ahead. Rocky is not a musical, but it could. Be. And I, I haven't watched The Nightmare Before Christmas all the way through, but Lion King and Willy Wonka are musicals. They're musicals. Like. Yeah, for sure. You know what else? But it, I mean, is Lion? I'm surprised he didn't put it on there. But South Park, bigger, longer, uncut, is a musical. Yes, yes, it is. 100%. Almost every Disney cartoon is a musical. Well, there's yeah, because they sell they sell CDs or, or or they sell MP3s or all that stuff now. I mean, that's just that's the way it is. The new Willy Wonka is a musical as well. So is it good? Is it? I thought it was. I thought it was nice. If if you're if you don't like that kind of thing, then don't go see it because it's like definitely a musical. One. I like the Johnny Depp one, so I'll, maybe I'll check it out. It's okay. Wade Jones, when saying st- towns that end in Ville, do you emphasize the Ville at the end, or do you roll the Ville with the first part? Do you say so? Do you say Starkville or Starkville? I'm a hundred percent of Ville. Yeah, Starkville. So I thought about this right. Starkville, yes. Greenville, yes. Nashville. Nashville's a little different. I say Nashville. So, yep, so. I, I don't know. I don't know why, but I, I guess it just depends on the city. Louisville, Louisville, but also Louisville. Yes. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know how that works, but our brains are different. Yeah, our brains do things that are, that don't that can't be explained. I wasn't there Monday night, so you'll need to answer Josh's question. Better game experience for women's basketball: twenty eighteen, nineteen, South Carolina, or twenty three, twenty four, LSU. It is still South Carolina. That South Carolina game was incredible. But, yeah, that that was the best atmosphere I've ever been in. Yeah, like basketball wise. Yeah, it, and there I was. You know, I went through some really good atmospheres in the early two thousands with Mississippi State men's basketball, but that that South Carolina game and the one before it, a couple years before I think, mm-hmm. or maybe the year before, I can't remember. Those were the two best atmospheres I've been in. And that second one, I think, was the largest crowd ever at the hump. It was a whiteout. Everybody was bought in on the whiteout, so there was a le- it was a legit whiteout. Mm-hmm. And it was just – it was lit from start to finish. Yeah. It, it was incredible. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, let's see here. Brogan Fairchild, what are your favorite dad jokes? You got a bunch of them. I do, but that's one of those things like I can't ever just come up with them on demand. Uh, Mine is always like it's not the joke, but it's always the you know, the waitress comes over. Is everything yes. good? 
I hated it. I it hate was it. terrible. I hand you a clean plate. Yeah, I love it. You have nothing on the plate. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of that. I'm also a big fan of if I if I if I'm sitting down eating and then like ten people walk in, I'm gonna give you the uh, got here just got here just in time kind of thing. Yeah, love doing that. Um, just get here whenever you want. Yeah. No, the one I, I had one last night at at, uh, at the pavilion to the uh, at the Canes. Yeah. So if you haven't been there, they they only have one thing on the menu. It's the box combo, and that's it. You can't get anything else. Right. So I stood there and I was like, let me get a, you know, I don't really know what I want. And the woman was like a box combo. And I was like, yeah, I think I'll take that. <laughs> like she looked like she was ready jerk. to kill me. Yeah, I bet she, she was. She don't get paid enough to, to deal with that. Uh, hey, uh, Robbie, how do you get a country girl's attention? How? A tractor. I like it. There we go. Moving on. Uh, I'm sorry, we got one other one here uh, from Brogan. Is there a more non-Mississippi State stat than State being 36-0 under Sam Purcell when leading with under five minutes to go? That is very un-Mississippi State-like. That is, that is something you would not – I expect to see that like from Nick Saban or from uh, from Pat Summit or Gino Oriema. Sam Purcell, yeah, he gets into the final moments. He's locking that thing down. That is very shocking. Yeah. Not not just for you know the women's basketball team because you know over the years you know, when Vic was here they finished games mm-hmm. um, with the exception of the most important game in school history right. in the national championship but still but yeah that is a that's a wild stat that I'm sure won't come back to haunt them at some point this week after we've been harping on it uh, on social media yeah exactly I'm hoping not. Uh, Paul Barrett asks, if you could take the giant banner M off the side of the stadium, shrink it so that it barely fit, and set it up in someone's someone's office or home, which former president, coach, or athletic director would you choose? What I would like to do, I want to shrink it down even further. Make it maybe, maybe make it like, you know, maybe like yay big. Then I want to shine it up real nice, right? Are you with me here so far, Robbie? I know exactly where you're going with and this. I'm going to take it. I'm going to turn it sideways, and I'm going to shove it right up Larry Templeton's east. All right? <laughs> That's what I'm going to do with the banner M. That's what I'm going to do with the banner M. Oh, my gosh. No comment. This next question, you know, we have had, we've had a pretty good streak of getting women angry at us. In these people who come to us like my girlfriend says this and I say this and we're always siding with the guy and I'm just going to go ahead and tell you here Robbie we're about to do it again my okay. girlfriend would rather have dinner food like burgers for breakfast if Ugh. left alone I would eat breakfast food for like 60% of my meals who's right and who's wrong are we doomed what kind of a sociopath wants to eat a hamburger for breakfast that is wild. Disgusting. All right, I would much rather. I love a breakfast dinner. Love oh yeah, it. you tell I, I could eat breakfast at any point in the and day. We're cooking pancakes and sausage and bacon and hash brown. Man, couldn't be happier. Any point in the day. But if I show up and they're like, "What are we having for breakfast today?" Spaghetti. I'm out. I'm out, soup. buddy. I'm going to McDonald's. How about some tomato soup at oh. eight a.m.? I'm uh, Paul. You seem like a nice guy. I'm sure your your girlfriend's a lovely woman. She's wrong. Do something, Paul. Do something, Paul. You got you to gotta get... But, Paul, basically what I'm, what I'm hearing here is that Paul needs to go to Waffle House every morning. So they have dinner options there. You can get a steak, get a burger, whenever you want. But you can, but you can eat breakfast like a normal person. Ugh. Uh, Rob Hadaway. Voltron or Power Rangers? I feel like this is going to be a split here because I think you're you're younger than me. You're in the Power Rangers generation. I'm in the Voltron generation. Yeah, Voltron doesn't really resonate with me, but yeah, Power Rangers, hundred percent. I was the biggest Power Rangers guy there was. Went and saw the all five lions. Went and saw the movie in the movie theaters. Had all the action figures. So. 
I used to work at a, at a grocery store with this guy who was he was you know mentally challenged. I, I don't know I don't know the politically correct term. I'm, I apologize, but he loved Power Rangers, and he would tell you literally everything you ever wanted to know about Power Rangers. And he'd come over to me like, "Hey, Brian," and be like, "Hey, Wayne, what's going on, man?" And he's like, "Well." Got the Power Ranger Jungle Force now. Have you seen this? And I, he would just sit there for like 10 minutes and just tell me about the Power Rangers Jungle Force or whatever it was. I'd be like, man, I hadn't heard any about this. Tell me I would tell me all about it. And I'd sit there and listen to him. I was like, man, that sounds really cool. Are you going to get him? Oh, yeah. I'm going to get him. So. I, after like the first, like the second installation of them, like yeah. it was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. And then it was like Power Rangers Turbo or something. Uh, and like after like the second one, they started going to like ninja and stuff. I was like, okay, I'm checking out. You're out. You're out. Yeah, I got you. Um, when there was no more Pink Ranger, and <laughs> yeah, and the and the the good looking girls, I was like, yeah, good. Rob Hadaway, I watched my first MSU basketball of any kind this year on Monday night. Should I call it a year? Well, I hope you did it before last night, Rob. I hope you didn't watch last night. So, Rob is not a basketball fan, huh? He's not, no. He was in Bruce yesterday. He texted me, and uh, it's like, you going to the game? He's like, no. Then no, why not? Should just come on up. He was in Bruce. He also tweeted me, texted me. He was like, I'm in Bruce, B-R-E-W-C-E. So, As you should. Our, our marketing situations are working. Last one from Rob. Uh, can you what can one of the things you guys speak into existence be someone teaching new coaches not to hold a cowbell wide side out prior to their first appearance or photo shoot? I think in this picture that he sent us, Purcell's just trying to show you. The, the cowbell is engraved. He's trying to show off yeah. the engraving. But yeah. I agree. That's not how you ring a cowbell. Hopefully he's not ringing a cowbell like that. No, let's hope not. Uh, Six-pack speak. That's correct. Six-pack speak Ask where were you when six-pack speak was reinstated on Twitter? We did it. What happened? How Did, did, did he get an explanation how this happened? What happened was, so he got banned because one of those like Twitter bot things, he, he did it. It was like, my Twitter is worth however much. Interested in buying? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's it's a harmless little thing. Well, they took it as you're trying to sell your Twitter account. So they banned it. He told me he sent three appeals a week trying to get unbanned. So basically, he took the Andy Dufresne method of just constantly writing the capital for library books, and eventually they finally just were like, you know what, this guy is never going to stop. We might as well just uh, reinstate him. So, congrats, he's back. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm happy for him. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef it is what's for dinner. I said last night I was feeling a little down. I think I'm going to cook up a steak tonight, and I'll feel a little bit better. When you feel like your football or when your favorite athletic team has left you feeling empty inside, fill that void with red meat. That's correct. You know, you feel you feel better almost immediately. Nothing cheers you up like a good medium rare steak. At least in you know um, my favorite breakfast spot, Cody Earl, and. Yeah. Ackerman, yeah, is having a steak night Thursday night. I will be there. Sounds great. Cannot wait. You should check that out. Yeah, but it's also a great breakfast spot where you eat breakfast food. That's correct. Very good. Now, steak for breakfast is not steak a bad and eggs idea. Is doable. Steak and eggs is yes. doable. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But it, you can't have like steak and baked potato for breakfast. No, no. It's the the, the side has to be eggs, maybe hash browns, but. You're pushing it. You're pushing That's right. It. But enjoy the steak. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for. Robbie, let's let's get the boys together, why don't we, and hit, hit up Two Brothers on Friday. What do, you, what do you say? You in? Sure. All right. Good. I like doing this. I like putting the pressure on you, making, making it public. Oh, yeah. that's... It's so much pressure to, for me to go to two bros. Too, the pressure is to get you to come to town. That is true. It's a, it's a little bit of a haul for me. Yeah. Thirty minutes or so. That, yeah, if you lived in Starkville, we go eat. We'd go eat every day. It'd but, be dangerous. Yeah. So. Well, we'll see you there Friday afternoon.
And uh, we'll we'll be enjoying some uh, some delicious tacos, maybe a prime rib sandwich for my guy Robbie up there. Maybe yes, some smoked wings, maybe some pork. I haven't had the pork rind. I haven't had those pork rind nachos in a long time. <laughs> maybe it's, maybe Friday's the day. Check us out. Come see us. Sports uh, sports talk. Thunder and lightning. We'll be at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service. Is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you. Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it now. Yeah. For 49 years. When you need technology for your business, give Advantage Business Systems a call. They'll get you taken care of with top-name brands. And then when you need service, guys, you just call that same number back. You're not talking to a 1-800 number, call center from around the world. You're not going to have to make an appointment with an out-of-state guy who might take 7 to 10 days to come see you. You can't wait that long. You need to talk to somebody here in the state of Mississippi. They'll fix your problems a lot of times the exact same day. 601-362-9192, 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. We are very pleased to welcome our newest sponsor here to Thunder and Lightning, and we this has been a long time coming. Welcome Maroon & Co. up to the big leagues. I'm so excited to have them up there, Maroon & Company. They have been one of the top, they are, the, in my opinion, the best place in the city of Starville to get Mississippi State stuff. And I know a lot of you guys, you've been seeing Jeff Levy wearing these Bulldog Initiative hoodies and 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 and, and uh, pullovers and stuff. And you're like, where can I get that? You can only get it at Maroon & Company. So head in there, pick up a, a Bulldog Initiative uh, polo, pullover, hoodie, whatever it is, helping out the Bulldog Initiative. And then while you're in there, hey, you need new stuff, state script. Uh, you need new stuff, interlocking. They've still got a, a ton of interlocking MSU uh, merchandise. If you need M over S. The great thing about Maroon & Company is this. You can get a lot of stuff there that you cannot get anywhere else. They deal in a lot of exclusive stuff. They've got a lot of exciting things they were telling me about that are becoming in the, in the next few months that you're going to want to get a, be a part of uh, as you as you modernize your Mississippi State wardrobe, the state script, the interlocking, and the M over S. Very pleased to welcome them here. You're going to be seeing us there uh, very, very soon as well. I think we're going to be setting up some remotes, maybe a live podcast as well. So, again, Maroon Company, very excited to have them on Thunder and Lightning. Where are we here? Kurt, all-time Mount Rushmore for your NFL teams. All right, so you want to – who are the who is the Mount Rushmore for the Steelers? The problem here, Robbie, is I think you're about to list like three guys that played before you were born. Yeah. I mean, Terry Bradshaw, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and my God, I mean, you could make a Mount Rushmore from the 70s. Yeah. I, I was going to say, if, if if your Mount Rushmore was Mean Joe Green, Mean Joe Green, Jack Lambert, Jack Lambert, and then uh, you want to go uh, Franco Lynn Harris. Swan, Franco, Franco Harris. I mean, Mel Blunt. He would be behind those guys, I think. Yeah. Dante Stallworth is up there. I mean, John I mean, John John Stallworth is up yeah. there. I think you got to put the bus on there too. I would have to do it by decade. Yeah, you, the Steelers are such a, a a rich franchise for that. You can't do that. It's a lot easier for the Saints. Uh, yeah, the Saints. Drew Brees, obviously, is going to be number one. Um, Ricky Jackson is going to be on there. Um, Aaron Brooks. You shut your you shut you shut up. Archie Manning. Oh my God! Be quiet. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like I know my I knew my fourth guy. I'm just trying to think of who my third guy would be. Do I want to go Deuce? Do I want to go? There I mean, any... didn't Mark Ingram surpass his? No, stats? Deuce is still the all. Well, if, even if he did, Deuce was on the Super Bowl team. Oh, sorry, he wasn't on the Super Bowl team. He was on that first no. NFC Championship team. Deuce is a little more beloved down there, and he still works with the Saints. He does the uh, he's the color commentary guy. Um, or do I want a bear? Don't want Bobby a bear. Everybody loves Bobby. Bobby a bear, and believe it or not, Morton Anderson, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, best kicker of his team. One of the greatest kickers of all time. Loved him. Had the five thousand dollar kicking shoe. Before Rock, the Rock had five thousand dollars shirts. Morton Anderson had the five thousand dollar kicking shoe. Yeah, that's that's my guys. All right, last one here from Kurt. If forced, where would you put your money on MSU in twenty twenty four? Baseball hosts a regional. Football wins eight and f- eight regular season games. Men's basketball reaches the Sweet Sixteen. Women's basketball reaches the Sweet Sixteen. 
Who you got? I think women's basketball reaches the Sweet 16. I'm with you. They were one game away from doing it last year. Yeah. That, to me, would be the biggest. I, I, I would go with that the most, I think. And then the men would be yeah. second because they've been good in neutral site games. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, very, very important to note that, that the, the in the neutral site games, they've been very, very good. And, of course, that's what the NCAA tournament is. All right, so we're into the game now, folks. I'm going to scroll through here. We'll see what we come up across. Just going to have to stick with me. Got a lot of stuff going on here. All right, here we go. Uh, Sheldon Nations asks us, would it be morally wrong to change the default organ donor setting to donor with an opt-out option? In the places that's changed, approximately 80% of people remain a donor. That 20% is ironically about the same percentage, which opt in when the default the default is no. So, so he's saying it would be easier to just say everybody's an organ donor unless you, unless you want say to opt you're in. not. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that, sure. I is think it, everybody is, is more, a... I mean, that's not his question, though. His que- that is it easier. Is it morally wrong? I don't think it's moral. I mean, if you don't want to donate your organs, you don't have to. I am an organ. It's your donor. body. It's my, but if you want to go into the grave hole, that's your choice, man. We can't. We 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 we, we can't. We can't have that. We can't have people saying no. Yeah, we got to. If you want to not or donate your organs, you don't have to donate your. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shame anybody for no. what they decide to do with their body. You know. Exactly. All right. Let's see here. Still working. A lot of gifs. Oh yeah, you asked for you asked for a reaction, yeah. and I didn't think about it either. I didn't think about it. I was like this is going to kill my mentions, but it is. A lot of you wanted anarchy hating, in your mentions. A lot of people hating on uh, Morgan Freeman. All right, here we go from Jason. If you're a Lions fan, how do you recover from last Sunday? I mean, every every fan of every team has a moment like that, right? Every fan of every team has a moment where they were on the cusp of victory, and and say what you want about the the, the Lions, right? Like, I'm a Saints fan, right? The Minnesota game a few years back, I mean, that that was all they had to do was make one play in the game. The game is over. The Lions had the lead at the half. Right? They still yeah. had half of football to play. So as, as brutal as it was, there have been worse. There are teams who have lost on the last play of the game. So you just get you just got to get through it. I've sat through three Mississippi State National Championship losses. Yeah. And and had to cover two of them. Yeah. And go ask questions at the press conference. If I can do that, anybody can do it. Yeah. And, and we, we we covered Mississippi State going to number one in the country only to lose three games. Exactly. Uh, also from Jason, I'm taking my daughter to her first wrestling show tonight. What was your first wrestling show? What was yours? Um. Are we going with like any kind of wrestling? Yeah. What was your first wrestling show? Uh, it was at the Louisville Coliseum. the The local meat guy at the Sunflower was the white meat babyface. Um, okay. And and I think I've told the story before about me leaving my house and like running away from home to go watch yeah. wrestling. In Louisville, you have yes. That that was not my first one, but we, the first one was at the Louisville Coliseum on the dirt floor, and you know just regular like fold up chairs, right? And I thought I was at Money Nitro. <laughs> my first re- my first um like major wrestling show was WCW Nitro in Tampa, Florida, in June of nineteen ninety eight. Okay. There you go. My first wrestling show was in the Vicksburg Municipal Auditorium. I don't remember all of the matches. I remember the Barbarian was there. He wrestled Tim Horner. So that was a squash. Yes. Uh, Brad Armstrong wrestled at that. I don't remember who he wrestled. Um, The Rock and Roll Express were there. The main event is what I remember. It was Terry Taylor versus Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, I mean... That used to be commonplace for those kind yeah. of promotions to come to small, small towns in Mid South wrestling. I mean, I mean, they didn't. They, that was what that that was their bread and butter with those house shows. You know. Yeah. I don't imagine their TV deal with WLBT was too big. So you know. Yeah, I put out 
Yeah, remember when was it Lord Humongous that picked up Jeffrey Rupp or something on WCBI? Yeah, yeah. you know who Lord Humongous is, right? Um, Sid Vicious. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, this is my first. The first time I saw like a real heel turn. I have never been more disappointed than this. So Jake the Snake teamed with the Barbarian, right? They were a tag team in Mid South, and slowly they started turning face. Because Jake was just so good, right? Everybody cheered for him. So one time, Jake's wrestling the Nightmare, Danny Davis. Yes. And he was teamed up with Humongous. Or Humongous was also in like their stable. So Jake gets the win. Humongous comes out and starts wailing on Jake. And then the Barbarian ran out. And they're standing nose to nose. And I mean, these two guys are both like 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, I'm, I'm like looking at the TV like, this is going to be so awesome. And then the barbarian turned on Jake, and I have never felt disappointment like that. I will never forget it as long as I live. Because I was like, it did something to you. He's like, these two studs are about to go at it, man. They're going to kill each other. And because this is back when I still think wrestling is real, I'm like seven, eight years old. So I was, as soon as he turned on, I was like, no, what are you doing? That's so bad. Wrestling. Oh, man. Love it. Ah, where are we here? All right, uh, Andy Atkinson. The other day, the boy. tweeted a simple question asking how everyone was doing. It turned into a massive therapy session for so many people. Which Muppet would you have a therapy session with, and which would you not choose? Did you see this tweet, by the way? I did. I looked. It had 9,000 responses and 30,000 quote tweets. Everybody was like, not Everybody good, like, Elmo. Not good. Kind of, Kind of bad. So, you know, I give a a lot of props. Uh, As soon as that started happening, Sesame Street tweets, I was like, hey, Elmo was just checking in on his friends. Guys, if you need help, please reach out to these places. You know, they they did a good job of promoting mental health. Elmo came back. He's like, I will check in more often. I'm glad everybody, I hope everybody's okay. I thought it was, I thought it became like a really wholesome thing. So, has this been the most like, is this time the most like, uh, depressing time for people since, and since 2020 this has been the darkest time or that I can what remember. i'm saying is is it that or are people more open to talk about their feelings now than they were in years past because there's certainly you know, when, when we that. grew up like oh yeah we people you just didn't like if you're a man you just didn't talk you're about yeah. i'm depressed and yeah if you like even now like sometimes depression like we talk about i'm depressed or i have anxiety like to a baby boomer like yeah. somebody that age i don't know how to yeah yeah so i wonder if it's we're more depressed now or we're more we talk more about it and it just seems that way there's no question thinking back through my life that my dad battled depression there's no question in my mind but he would yeah. never let you know yeah um so i think there's probably a little bit of both is true i think people are a lot more open about their feelings now which is great you, know, you should be able to talk about that kind of stuff, but at the same time, like, kind of sucks out there right now. You know, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of hate, there's a lot of anger in the world right now. And I mean, like, here's the thing: like, when we, you do like the job that we do, especially, and like you're on social media. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that create accounts, they hide behind hide behind accounts, and yeah. they make things really personal. Like, it's one thing to like have thick skin, but like some of that stuff. Does like get to? Well, I came you know? after your kid. Yeah, I mean that that stuff is that's ago. tough. You know, yeah. And you can't like you know that person wouldn't say that to your face, exactly. but at the same yeah. time, the fact they're even saying it in public or mentioning it yeah. is upsetting. Like I get a ton of fat jokes, and like yeah. they don't really bother me anymore. You know, especially as I continue to lose weight, I, I I can't wait for the day I'm really not that fat anymore, and I'm just gonna be like, what do you got now? Yeah, I mean, they, they, just, yeah. they won't have anything to use yeah, against at that you. point, you know. But that, that's to me now, it's, it's I take it now as like a uh, I've won the argument. Like when I'm yeah. arguing with somebody and they're finally go, that's what you know, whatever, you fat piece of shit. Sorry for the language. <laughs> just, just threw it out there, I guess. But I have gotten that tweet. And uh, it's like, okay. Sorry I'm, to the little kids listening out there. Uh, you and know my what? mom. Every, I do apologize to Gigi. I apologize to her. Little kids, you're going to hear that word anyway. <laughs> you can say that word on network television now. Don't give me any any, uh, yeah, any more right. of that, sh- you know. 
Uh, to answer Andy's question, I would choose to have my therapy session with Fozzie Bear, but I don't want the two guys from the uh, the movie critic. The guys are so oh, yeah, the old guys. I don't want them because they would just be making fun of me. That's the Muppet. That's the Muppets, though, isn't it? Well, that's what he said, right? Well, I he thought he was talking Muppet. about Sesame Street. But he said, no, no, because those are still Muppets. Oh, like a like the Muppet, like a wide variety, like yeah, because Sesame Street and the Muppets are two different entities. They are, but I mean, like some of the stuff, like Oscar the Grouch is a Muppet. So, like the oh, like he's just talking about the literal Muppet. Yes, like the, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. I get what you're saying. So, who do you pick to have your therapy session with? Um, uh, Kermit the Frog. That makes a lot of sense. I think he would be really very understanding guy. Why are there so many songs about rainbows, the dreamers, the lovers, and me? You know, I I would not want uh, Miss Piggy because she'd make it about herself. She would. You know, you don't want is uh, is Beaker because you can't understand what he's saying. That's correct. And uh, and going back to Sesame Street, I would not want Oscar the Grouch. I feel like he'd be very empathetic. Like he's like, hey man, I get it, I get it. Life sucks, you know. I wouldn't want Cookie Monster because all he's thinking about is eating the whole time. You know what makes us feel better? Cookies. So oh, did you know? I was Yoda there? Sorry. It's funny we mentioned this. Did you know that Sesame Street characters are based on on people with like disorders? Like really? Yes. Like mental illness. And if you break them all down, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Like, it, it's, it, I, I have no reason to, like, I, I have not researched this to the point where I know that for a fact, but it makes sense. If you look at all the different uh, characters and kind of like, you know, Oscar is like a hoarder, I think. Cookie Monster has an eating disorder. Um, like every one of them has like some kind of like something about them that's, I guess you would kind of consider negative, but maybe it's a way to kind of make it a little bit more open. So what we're yeah, right, right. It's interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, uh, Mangum Cafe. Why do groups sitting at the same table in a restaurant choose to yell in order to communicate? What restaurant are you going to, man? People talk normally all the time. That being said, if it's loud, you got to talk loud. I, I just don't like the loud laugher at 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 the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's. Yeah, that's that's tough. I don't like the loud. Uh, I'm talking the loud telling my kids to stop. Person. Yeah, they make it awkward real quick. Sit down. I, if I hear that, I'm just like, you know what? I'll take it to go. I I got to get out of here. Slapping their kid in the back of the head. Yeah. Uh, why did the Ole Miss band play Neck? Well, they invented it. They, Ole Miss invented Neck. They, they, they have the first rights to it. Some of them were screaming, go to hell, LSU, during the national anthem, too. Like, I would, Were they confused? Yeah. That's not the first time that student body has disrespected our, straight, our great country. <laughs> Lest we forget, they all got wiped out at Gettysburg. <laughs> what is your opening day? Weather? By the way, wearing beat state shirts. Yes, yeah. Well, in the student section last night. Yeah. What is your opening day weather prediction? Uh, cloudy, uh, high of 41. Drizzling rain, Drizzle. windy, yeah. north wind. wind. Yeah, right. The wind blowing directly into the press box. Yeah. Yep. That, that's my prediction. I'm uh, with you. Let's see here. Might, might be about to call it a day here. Okay, we got, got found another one. Walking bully. Thoughts on Hardy coming to Duty Noble Field this spring? Is that happening? Uh, I haven't seen it, but yeah, that would have been announced. It's, it's been a possibility for a while. If it happens, it'll be a huge show. Uh, which well, we've already answered that. Predicted opening weekend rotation. We did this last week, didn't you? You said Carson Ligon, Gerangelo, and Holcomb, or or, or Lofton. Um. I think I, I would probably give the edge to Holcomb over Lofton. I just hadn't heard much about Lofton so Haven't. far. Haven't. All right. Um, this is our last one here. Yeah, that's the last one. No, we got one more. 
Two more. So Trotter Flynn. On Apple Podcasts, there's an option to change the speed of the audio. I do think it's funny when you choose a three-quarter speed option. Sounds like you guys have been at the bar all day. But is there a need for this feature? Do people actually use it? Wade Jones uses it. Wade Jones uses it. Robert St. John likes to use it as well. He has texted us a few times. He's like, you need to listen to this part of the podcast at half speed. You guys sound like you're about to fall off the earth, basically. <laughs> Most people just speed up podcasts. Like, my wife listens to everything at one and a half and just zips. So it sounds like every, every podcast she listens to sounds like an episode of the Gilmore Girls. They're just <laughs> blowing through dialogue there. So I know a lot of people do that to, like, get through the podcast quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never, I, I did it one time and it was just too much for me. Like I, I sped it up a little bit. It was just too much for me. That's <laughs> not how you spell that, Xavion. Uh, <laughs> and then last one here from Brad Baxter. Circle back to this debate. If you have a layover in an airport in a state you've never been to and never leave the airport, but you do purchase and eat a meal in that airport, does it count as the state you visited? So I'll give you an example. A few years back, many years back now, it's been nine years, uh, I went to Vegas. And for some reason, we flew to Los Angeles first. So if you fly over Vegas to get to L.A., but whatever. So we got we landed in L.A. I never got off the plane, right? A few people got off, a few people got on, we turned back around and went to Vegas. Did I go to California? Hmm. No, I mean, that doesn't really count to me. Okay. It's like a flyover. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Similar trip, another Vegas trip. I stopped in, I had a, I, I had to get off the plane in Phoenix, bought a snack, and waited like an hour for my plane. Did I go to Arizona? I count airport stops as going to the States. Okay. So if I go literally the there, plane, I got to get off the plane. Yes. Okay. Like like you're stopped, get off the plane in a terminal. It Go counts. to a different plane. Okay, it counts. So I've been to Arizona, but I, I had at that time I, I've been since, but I had not been to California. Yeah. Okay, I can live with that. You know, have I ever told you who got on the plane from going from L.A. to Vegas? Who? Jason Hervey. Really? Yeah. I'm just sitting there and I look up. I'm like. And I could not remember his name. I was like, it's the guy from the Wonder Years. It's the guy from the stuff with Bischoff. What the hell is his name? So I wasn't the on stuff with Bischoff. I had I I wasn't as big. I didn't have a whole lot of Twitter followers at the time. So I think I just or maybe I did put it on Twitter. I was like, what was his name? And people were like, Jason Harvey. I was like, yes. You I hate that? that when you don't know who the person is. Driving like I know this guy. He's been on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we were coming back from my honeymoon. And me and Becky were at, at the airport in Miami, maybe. I forget where we were. But um, we're sitting there, and she's like, I just saw a guy over there who looks famous. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And we were just sitting in a terminal. Like, we were just, I mean, we are just hanging out. Uh, not, at, like, at the gate. Mm-hmm. We were just sitting there, and there wasn't a whole lot of people around. I was like, well, show me where he is. So, uh, she was like, he's sitting right over there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go get something to eat. I walk over there. I'll take a look, whatever. So I walked back. I saw him and I just like, my eyes got real big. I stopped and I just turned around and like walked right back to her. I was like, that's Bono from U2. Oh my gosh. Just like taking a commercial flight on Dang. like Southwest or something. Mm-hmm. And Becky was like, I knew he looked like famous. <laughs> She had no clue who he was. That's one time I forget where I was coming from and and going to. I was actually I was coming home. I forget what airport I was in, but I'm like I'm not really paying attention. I'm just sort of like looking at my phone and doing something, and I just see this guy walk past me, and and, and I see enough of my peripheral to go that dude was huge, and I look. You want to guess who it was? Who was Kane? The show? Kane. It was it was Glenn Jacobs. The mayor? Yeah, I, 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 I almost I, that was one where I had to restrain myself. Like I'm not gonna go bother him, but I mean he was, you know, he just it was him. He was just wearing like a polo and and, and khakis. Like, it was corporate cane, and, and I was just like, you don't realize how big that dude is 
until you were. I mean, and I, I say this all the time, like I'm not a small guy, but I'm I'm not tall. You know, I'm under six foot. And I mean, he was. I was just like, how is a human being this? And he's not even the biggest one. What is he like? Six eight? Yeah, six eight, six nine. Jeez, Louise. So yeah, yeah. they. Vince had some monsters back in he the did. day. That was his that was his thing. Go get the biggest, most muscular people out there. Yeah. So those are a couple of my good airport stories. I have the bad one that, that I've talked about on Sports Talk, but I don't know. You know, like I went to uh, when I went to WrestleMania last year, yeah. I told Becky, let's go to let's we were like downtown Dallas eating supper. Mm-hmm. And I said, let's walk over to the – I think the they were staying like the Omni Hotel or something. The rest days is this year. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was like, let's go over there and people watch. Let's yeah. see if we can see some of them because they'll walk through the lobby and stuff. So we went and sat at the bar. He got a table facing the elevator. Mm-hmm. And it was right in the middle of SmackDown. Their SmackDown was, was happening that night in Dallas. So all the – main roster people were at SmackDown and the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But all the NXT people were there because their thing was the next day. So all the NXT people start coming out. Dude, the size of those people compared to like Kane and them is crazy. They're regular size people. Yeah. They're 5'11", six foot dudes. Yeah. We saw Andrea Howard. I talked to her for a little bit. And, um, you know, we did like she was like doing some tryouts, like helping with tryouts or something. Yeah. So I got to catch up with her a little bit. I saw like all these people coming off. Uh, Logan Paul came off the elevator with like an entourage. He's not a really like huge guy either. It was just, uh, oh, Gunther is like super normal size. He looks like a monster on TV. He's really not. Yeah. yeah. So, like that. It's it's crazy to see the difference between the two time periods. My one of my favorite tweets, and I remember it very clearly, is I, I think it was, it may have been the uh, I'm trying to remember which WrestleMania in New Orleans it was. I don't think it was the one with with Daniel Bryan. So it was when the one they had a few years later. But Bunky Perkins was there, and he went out drinking with like the ECW guys. And oh he, yes, he had pictures of him with the Sandman. And Tommy Dreamer was like looking at the appetizer menu. It's like this was the most surreal thing I've ever seen. So was that in Dallas too? I, that may have been in Dallas. Now that I think about it, so that, I, I want to say it was around because yeah, because I remember him talking about uh, Nakamura uh, Zane. I, I remember him tweeting out the stuff like Sandman. Yeah, like, God, that was He's great with RVD and all those guys. Incredible. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> Tomorrow's show, we'll talk a little more basketball. State needs to bounce back um, from this game. And, of course, I got a big one coming up this weekend with uh, with Alabama. We'll probably talk a little bit more uh, football. And I might bring my interview. I have an interview tonight on Thunder and Lightning live, which you can go back and listen to here. But I might just bring it to the show. I'm talking to Justin Parker, Mississippi State pitching coach. Interested to hear what he's got to say because the man's got a job in front of him. So we'll see what he has to say. Uh, if, if you missed that, it's available here on the podcast feed already. Uh, as we're sitting here. Uh, but he, I, I may separate it and get Robbie's thoughts on it as well. Guys, have a great uh, Thursday. Back with you on Friday for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.